here we are back again covering some more Superman and uh, finally we're entering the era of the animated stuff which is kind of the whole point of this so I'm glad that we're here and I'm glad that we're starting with the last son of Krypton we will uh, we will certainly be getting to comics eventually don't worry I don't think there's a uh, I don't know if there's a plan for that just yet or at least when I say plan I don't know if there's like a an order we do these things in where it's uh, TV, uh, live action shows, then animated shows, then comics. Yeah, it almost does seem like there's that order, but yeah, certainly not meant to be that way. It just kind of happened that way. Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, those in between, we return to Pilotsville once again. We're in Krypton. Wow, yeah, no. <laughs> Somehow we've uh, made our way to Krypton, and uh, I don't know about you, but it's certainly uh, far out, as, uh, as the 60s guys would say. Yeah, it's... It's too bad we're not covering the movies, too, because it'd be kind of this three story little arc here is almost like um, either Superman, the movie or Man of Steel. They all all have very similar elements. So it'd be interesting to compare the three of them. Maybe whenever we get to the movies, we'll kind of look back on this one. Yes. Uh, Did you ever get a chance to watch the series back in the day? This series? No, the first time that I was exposed to it was the episode that we did with Jason. And by the way, I'll just mention... uh, this last son of Krypton was one of the many suggestions that Jason had for the Superman series. Oh, he's not going to be happy. Maybe like a year, year or two ago, he sent me a whole bunch. He's like, here's some ideas for your Superman series. So we're finally getting to him. <laughs> As we always do. It, it may take some time, but we, we get to them eventually. Yep. And uh, I guess, should we, should we expose you on the, not on the, not having watched these ones yet coming in kind of blind form. Well, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> It's the holidays, you know. It's not that. You know, this will probably be our last episode that we record in uh, 2021. That's kind of interesting. Well, probably. Uh, this will be after the fact. But, yeah. Oh, but, uh, yeah, oh, I guess I should ask for you, was that episode that we did with Jason, was that also your first introduction to this this series here? Or did you see it back in the day? Yeah, no, it was, it was most certainly my first exposure to this series. It's... What was it? Yeah, YTV was showing Justice League. I don't know if they, I wonder if they did, they most likely did show, um, they probably did showcase Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series. Then again, no, because, yeah, because, what is it, WB, which is NCW, also showed both Static Shock, well, it was WB back then, which, <laughs> did I see Static on YTV or, or WB? No, I don't even remember. Anyways, yeah, no, they they probably were they probably were broadcasted up here by some channel. I don't know which one. Maybe with space, who knows? <laughs> uh, I don't really remember them playing too many cartoons, but maybe Just throwing that out there. <laughs> let us uh, let's begin, if you don't mind. Yeah, so everyone, get your copies to timestamp zero as we do. And uh, we'll hit play in three, two, one, play. There's bugs. Our old friend, the bunny. Yep. Whoa. And here we get this little introduction. That's kind of a spoiler for the episode. Yeah, that is that is a little weird. Usually in, because uh, this is the, the intro, you'd think that for the pilot, they would kind of wait it off. Yeah, and I'll just say, because we probably will include this with Pilots, Phil, but it's technically not really a pilot. They'd already you know, commissioned a whole season before this was ever produced. So no, that is true. Not a traditional pilot. 
man, I love the look of this series. It's just something about it just feels so Superman. I wish that I did did watch this when I was a kid. I think people prefer this style of uh, this art style, excuse me, to this than uh, what was it to Batman, the animated series in season four. Oh, I don't know if I have enough familiarity with that show to know the, what season four looked like. Well, that's fair. I certainly watched it back in the day, and several years ago I was going through it on Netflix, but I never got all the way to season four. A distant planet, many, many moons away. Yeah, and I watched this just a little while ago, and I was surprised to see our old buddy Dan Reba back. He has returned. Yeah, I haven't seen him since... uh... Oh, I don't know what what last uh, Justice League one that we did with him was. Hmm. Yeah, no, I couldn't. In the beginning, I couldn't even tell you. There's only one thing I know about this. Uh, is I know who uh, the voice for Superman's dad is. Or Jor-El, excuse me, is. Hmm. Oh, who is it? I didn't look it up. Uh, well, <laughs> well I'll, I'll let you figure it out, maybe. Sure, I did watch this earlier, and I didn't... Uh, I figured out a couple of voices that I was like, Hey, my buddies are back, but... Yeah, I mean, Frollo shows up. Mm, let's see. Anyway. Oh, looks like my uh, my Xbox is having some slowdown problems right now, but... Some technical difficulties is normal. Whoa, that was... <laughs> strobe lighting effects. Yeah, we have a little bit of a... Ooh, we got a little bit of a snowstorm out, so yeah, my, my internet might be a little spotty right now. Well, I mean, they're <laughs> he's in the snow right now, so he could probably... Uh... Hey, yeah, very fitting. Me and my brother Jarrell. <laughs> well, it's kind of stopped right now. Ooh, that's not good. Oh, that's. Oh, who let the Jello out? Jeez. Also, when I was watching this earlier, I I was wondering, um, have you read any Superman origin comics? Yikes. I've seen it in TV and animation, but never in uh, print. So, don't know if that's a unicellular being. Probably a multicellular being. It's certainly a uh, not a vertebrate. Yeah, it looks a little disturbing. <laughs> I don't know if it's a little suggestive or lewd. Who knows? <laughs> it's just uh, just a little ugly, like a little body horror-ish. How dare you? God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, got those two little, three little teeth at the end. Yikes. One can only imagine what was going through the artist's mind when they were drawing this. <laughs> hey, they're experimenting. This is Krypton. Might as well. That's true. Got the weird little organs in there. Makes you think Yikes. of those undersea uh, marine animals where you can, like, their skin's translucent. They're not so different than us. For any Superman origins. Like that little wipe there. A lot of this feels like Star Wars, this, this pilot. Or, I guess not pilot, but first episode can i just say i'm glad they avoided the stock sound effect for these hovercraft devices being something out of like a looney tunes cartoon like from marvin the martian Hmm. some of it i think actually is like stock sound effects out of star wars we'll get to some of that in a little bit oh i think you might be right on that let's see so uh brainiac here we go old buddy so i don't know if this is a john byrne thing or this is a uh bruce tim paul dini thing well alan burnett as well but just uh i guess animated series thing but i perhaps brainiac is a part of krypton's origins beforehand but i feel like this is the first time we see that Mm. potentially that's interesting yeah i I always associated brainiac with with uh 
that kind of follow Krypton, but maybe that's just, yeah, what I've been exposed to. Yes. Anyway, Joriel here is Kent Mansley. Kent Mansley. Hmm. Name doesn't immediately bring me a face. Let me quickly look it up. No, that's fair. Hmm. They're having the shakes and the quakes. This is what happens. It must be on a fault line. <laughs> that too. This is what happens when we don't have uh we don't get our vaccines or vaccine shots. Oh, another uh, another callback to the Iron Giant, Kent Mansley. There you go. <laughs> hey, we hadn't covered that when we were doing all of our old DC stuff. There you go. I'm sure we referenced it a couple times. Like we get there one day. Finally got there. Oh, there that is a uh, very weird skiff. Yeah, that is weird. It is weird. But I do love the the fact that this whole episode Jarrell's the lead. Basically, we get this completely different world. Really cool first episode for the show. Ah, uh, there's Judge Claude Frodo. Furlough, sorry, not Frodo. <laughs> Furlough. Or, oh yeah, the voice. Yeah, I definitely recognize this voice. Or Megabyte. Megabyte modem. Sorry. Very, uh, he's he's quite a rectangular man, isn't he? Yeah, he's got yeah, a little weird. I like his hair. It's like weird wavy hair. Well, that's uh, that's a nice. Apparently, the evolution. Oh, okay, if you if you subscribe to the fact that these are well, that these are uh, humans, statistic or humans from the future, or whatnot. Uh, yes, we apparently have dogs. Ooh, that's not good. Oh no, poor little Clark lookout, buddy. Eep. Look at that. That's a cool looking building. Oh man. Oh, cool looking buildings. Even their style. Yeah, it looks a little like uh, it almost reminds me of Tron a little bit or something, but just with more colors. Duck and cover. Finds a place to hover. Oh good, the dog survived. I don't think I've ever had to hide under something for an earthquake. <laughs> I've never been in one bad enough. The last time I like felt an earthquake was back in 2015, and I was already under something. My shelf, which had a bunch of stuff under it. Oh, Wait, so was there a landmass there? I'm going to assume there was a landmass there. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, so Brainiac is the... <laughs> this... <laughs> this council brought to you by the letter M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was hoping it'd be the Guardians again up there putting putting drill on trial. See, I do question whether or not there was a Kryptonian or a Martian that uh, is part of the Green Lantern Corps. Mm. Well, they couldn't be any more. After all, Superman is the last son of Krypton. Hmm. Except for all the others. <laughs> Here's an Elseworlds. What if Superman landed on Oa? Yeah. <laughs> so he's the last son of Krypton and a Green Lantern. Well, I don't think they have a yellow sun there, so he'd probably just be a regular dude. Probably, but if he went into well, depend. Yeah, and he was like, see, the way they do it is that at first he's not the uh, Green Lantern of Sector Two Eight Fourteen, and then for some reason Abin Sir uh, relinquishes position or dies for some stupid reason, and then gives him the ring, and then he, you know, is part of Sector Two One Four Eight. And I know what he just said there. It's put everyone in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> Oh, I just want to quickly point something out that's kind of interesting. Only the women in the court have to wear those hats. It's kind of interesting. What is... Oh, wait! It's almost like the women have to have their heads covered or something for uh, 
That is weird. Hmm. I think oh, there was one origin story. I don't remember what it was now. Um, no, that was that was John Byrne. That's right. I'm still projecting from Geekvolution. Um, in that in that one, they're all like purposely color- covering their skin. Um, hmm. you know, on Krypton, and instead they're well, and instead they're. Uh, I don't know, I guess their their society is just very like don't show any skin and they they look at it like a image of earth and it's a guy who's got his shirt off. It's like interesting. <laughs> this place of barbarism. Absolutely. They're very basic species. I do I do wonder when uh if Oa itself would have in their in their supercomputer if they would have any records of, of Krypton or Mars. And uh, I would assume so. Yeah, and if Superman or Jean have gone and asked how if uh, if they could relay any information from the computer to them for their uh, given ideas or given histories of what happened there. Oh, I love the I love the city on the water there. That was really pretty. So much of this this first episode has some really beautiful designs. Yeah, it's because it's water. Yeah, well, but yeah, that too. But just all the colors, like all the purple, lots and lots of purples, and I just think it's really visually uh, stimulating. This episode, you cannot download all this all this RAM. You you don't have enough. There's not enough hard drive space on there every time. <laughs> oh God, let's not talk about error, error. You can't do that. <laughs> oh no. What do you think of the uh, the idea of Jor-El's plan? Put everybody in the Phantom Zone. Uh, it seems to. I mean, it, it seems like it's pretty dire uh, suggestion, but it seems to stand to reason that if, yeah, it's better than death living in the Phantom Zone. Then they'd have to, like, have a little war in there to, for supremacy with all the uh, the prisoners, <laughs> all the criminals. Well, in this, I think they, I think he mentioned that, well, resorting to violence. <laughs> no, not violence. He's just using a tool. That firearm was a tool. A means to get through the door. I mean, I believe Jor-El's line was put everybody in the Phantom Zone and then we'll put ourselves back out. But yes, potentially a war could start in there. Mm. In case uh, a certain Zed person had anything to say about it. Yeah, someone who starts with letter Z. Yeah. Yes, Zed. <laughs> Z. <laughs> I like the look of Brainiac in this too pretty simplistic but it's also got like an ominous quality to it i think it works it represents his uh symbol though yeah yeah but i like the little like wavery like blue lines or whatever that's coming in there i, th- I think that's kind of fun yeah kind of the kirby space almost or the inside of a lava lamp no oh, yeah lava lamp yeah exactly Ooh, or it's magma i don't know yeah and i think all the uses of pinks and purple for whatever reason, for me, it just kind of aids to like an alien look to it because I feel like those those colors are not really something you see on screen a ton, especially pink. Well, like movies that are super pink always stand out to me because you don't see it so so much. Yeah, these two guys uh, they look like Doom Guy with their square oh, yeah. helmets. <laughs> the the original Doom Guy. I don't mean like well, original, but like yes, hey. the, the one from the nineties. That shot almost felt like Akira there for a second. But this 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 sequence here is when I feel like you start getting some Star Wars sound effects. 
Yeah, but I can also imagine the one scene from Akira itself. Yep, definitely. Get a little action-packed chase here like this. Whoa. Yeah, they totally look like, yeah, Doom Guy. Or uh, Juggernaut from uh, that terrible X-Men film. Yeah, this is so awkward now that we're now that we're saying that. Yep. <laughs> now you see. Wait a minute. Okay, so this is where Bradbury got his ideas from. Oh yeah. Let's see. Little glob balls. Maybe not. Or this is uh, from Resident Evil. Who knows? Which, by the way, when I was a kid, that incredible scene that always just creeped the hell out of me. Something about really? those glob things. It's maybe always uncomfortable. It looks super pretty too. Oh, it looked really good. Drell is no more. He has died. Damn. Corpsed out. Uh-oh. He went from green to red. That's not good. Oh, nice that they uh, have ammo in there. Yeah. No power cell. For science. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that glass to be a little bit more dramatic when it broke. So how similar to you is this uh, to Man of Steel with its opening? Hmm, it's been a couple of years since I've seen that. Probably like 20, 2016 was the last time I watched it. Um, definitely in terms of the look, completely different. But again, we get the focus on Jarrell and how no one's listening to him. I don't remember him being like this, though, where he's like a fugitive having to escape from the law. I don't remember that aspect in Man of Steel, but... Darn it, my stocks are down on the Bitcoin. <laughs> How can this have happened? It's like the end of the world or something. Yeah, and there was a whole section of Smallville that did this kind of arc much later in the show. And yeah, I guess it's quite similar there too. Although there was a much bigger Zod presence. Zod was kind of like kind of the counterbalance to uh, Jarrell and that. Oh, geez, I just got to mention this. Go ahead. So uh, the batch of small that we watched last night, they did a Earth 2 episode where Clark and Ultraman got switched. So uh -huh. Ultraman came to Earth 1. It's very strange. I did not expect that because I haven't seen any season 10. So I was like, whoa, really? We're doing Earth 2 here? It's very strange. But <laughs> yeah, but at this point, why not? Yeah, why not? And Tom Welling played really good Ultraman. I was surprised how well he did in that that role but i like this little clark innocent looking little kid usually i think of him as a little bit younger when he uh was shipped off but let's see wait younger or older oh uh, younger okay or i guess he's probably a i guess he's a toddler here for whatever reason he just looks kind of big for a toddler but yeah they're certainly avoiding the origins that well, not origins, but one of the looks that Alan Moore had back in, you know, in one of his issues with the, for the man who has everything. Oh yeah, definitely gonna be reading that one. I've I've never read it, so be great to get to that. Very eighties, a little a little more Akira right like. Um, actually, well, I would say that Ben Steel had some similarities to this in that. What is it? Right. While, uh, excuse me, Jor-El is a fugitive. He's not a fugitive. He's a fugitive in the sense of this 
world, I'd say, this, this government. Whereas when Zod took over in the beginning of Man of Steel, he was kind of a fugitive in Zod's uh, domain, I guess. Oh, yeah, I forgot they did that there. Hmm. It's been so long since I've seen that. Hey, look, it's generic uh, right gear SWAT guys from Earth. I was going to say RoboCop. <laughs> that too. <laughs> or uh, Judge Dredd, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'm still reminded of stock right special forces whatever unit yeah that's fair that's fair oh look at that the speeding so much of this stuff looks super cool it's too bad they couldn't make like a whole show that looked like this for uh like maybe like well i I guess what would they do that's a good question well if you if any of you would like wait a minute wait where's the oh wait a minute Sad. Oh, we get what? Ace. We get Ace the Bat Hound, at least in Batman Beyond. But we don't get Crypto the Super Dog. Sad. <laughs> oh. Well, then again, Supergirl eventually comes. So, or arrives. Excuse me. So maybe Crypto comes as well eventually. Yeah, fingers crossed for that. I love that guy. One day Clark will be reunited with his cryptocurrency. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and because I can't help but mention Smallville, he does show up in Smallville. And they have the cutest dog playing them. Where's the dude? <laughs> so cute. I love that dog. Even the purple skies. Man, I would love to live on Krypton. Minus the whole destruction thing. If you would like more of Krypton, watch the series. Oh, wow. That's There's a show I forget exists constantly. And off it goes. Did, did people like that show? Did it I have no idea. Go for more than one season? Hmm. You, uh, you, I, I do not know the discourse on that show. Yeah, I feel like I haven't heard anyone talk about it. Weird. So, this happened. The cataclysm itself is occurring. There have been four cataclysms on Krypton before. This one, we finally meet our end. I would, okay. I, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll play, uh, I'll play rough here. I wish that whatever at the time of this, when they were writing this and they were animating this, I wish they would have gone with the look of whatever doomsday people were thinking of like Y2K or whatever. They would have like gone hard and, and took the look of it hard and uh, probably would date themselves. But like, listen, you're going to date yourself. (laughs) The series is known for its timeless nature, which I, I get, but still. Yeah, what was Y2K again? All the computers were going to shut down and all the nukes would go off? Basically, like the computers would not be able to comprehend the fact that we are in the turn of the millennium and that they would malfunction and factory set zero, not restart, and thus everything would turn off and that nuclear launch codes... Like nukes would go off, even though what would be well, programming them to go off? This is kind of like nukes going off in a way. They got the mushroom cloud, at least. It is the planet's core going off. That's true. Somehow. The planet's core. Sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, the crew of the core did not save the Earth in time. And thus, the planet Krypton blew up and Clark went into a space, a wormhole. Whoa. We actually traveled in to Krypton's past. And it was really Earth. What? Now that now you're getting crazy. 
<laughs> there we go. Not even to be continued or anything, even though it's, you know, it did say part one at the beginning. Andrea Romano. Hmm. Yeah, so what'd you think of that one? Been in the industry for a long time. Well, I think uh, I think it did a good job of setting up the, the what what Krypton was like and what the, the look of it. Obviously, it did not set up any enemies that were coming to Earth. It just simply set like the rules and and what would happen there. So you know, we got that out of the way. It's the. It's not like how in Batman the Animated Series, I don't think the first episode in that was, oh, we see Bruce Wayne's parents get shot. I don't actually remember what the first episode of that that series is. Yeah, I, I watched it not that long ago, but yeah, I don't really remember either. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was just a regular plot, maybe with uh, Joker? No, maybe not the Joker. Yeah, it's been too long. But I guess we should get this second episode started here. Yes, let us keep going. Yeah, so part two, starting in three, two, one, play. Chomp, chomp, chomp. The bunny. Yep. Get a little recap here. And so now is when... Actually, it'd be funny if... Actually, not really. I was just saying, that would be funny if they started part of it where they showed only the last episode as the intro. Maybe not as the intro, but as the title sequence. And of course, this episode's basically Smallville, encapsulated into one episode. I see. So <laughs> we have Krypton, then we have Smallville, then we'll have Metropolis. Yeah, it's it's a cool, cool uh, opening three-parter. The whole origin of of uh, Superman, basically, it's encapsulated. It's a good way to go, I think. And I'll, I do think that this maybe this middle part's my favorite of the three. Is it just because of your history with Smallville? Um, there's something that I just... It, that could very well be, yeah. But I do like superhero origins. I like to see them discovering their powers. I think that stuff just can create fun drama. And I like uh, hanging out with the Kents a little bit. I think that stuff's fun, too. Yes, first we see his birth parents, then we see his adoptive parents, but still parents nonetheless. And then we'll see his parent in, I guess, Metropolis. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that. That's Harry White or Lex Luthor? <laughs> no, like the city itself is his parent. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's bound to it. He never moves out of it. He's made it its home. I could say it's like a parent. Watches over I don't know. Whoa, look out, Jonathan. Jeez. Jonathan. Assuming it's Jonathan Kent, unless that's uh Last Son of Krypton, part duh. Oh, maybe you're in a different place than me. I probably am. Yeah, I'm at uh 216 219 hmm yeah I'm at 225 now <laughs> huh, oh, I'm at 227 now so I yeah. think we are in sync maybe maybe just like a couple seconds behind yeah probably whatever the case the rocket yeah. comes in 
And here comes Martha, who kind of looks like pretty similar to the Lois Lane uh, design. Not too much difference there. Yeah, probably. Uh, I wonder if she... Interesting, they don't have any, any like dialogue beforehand. It's not like how in Smallville, where they have... They're going to get flowers and whatnot. I wonder how... What, what they... I wonder how long... <laughs> Uh, they've been they've been together. Heck, I even wonder if Martha is infertile, or or maybe it's Jonathan. Yeah, because especially Sputnik baby, I like how he called him a thing too. Jeez, <laughs> hey, he doesn't Cause, know. Because it's funny uh, when we when we jump ahead and we see Clark as a teenager, they're already like elderly. So yeah, they got to be pretty old here, like maybe in their fifties, late fifties or something mid 50s Kevin I Kent <laughs> I don't want to say that Martha herself is a stock looking character like a stock woman design but then again that that's the same with uh with with Clark and and Bruce and even both Jorel and mm. uh John so yeah even Lana here looks kind of stock for uh she Kind of reminds me of Catwoman a little bit. She also looks like Supergirl in a way. I'm not sure if I know what their Supergirl looks like, so I can't uh, can't judge on that one. Ooh, I like that shot. Zooming in between the uh, the bleachers, and that was a cool shot. A lot of this one's just, th this whole opening three-parter has a lot of really good animation and flowing camera well you convinced me somehow martha you rolled perfectly on your convince and your diplomacy and uh i guess we're having this kid okay maybe i need to pause it here yeah T tell me describe what's going on for you right now uh martha's taken you know the little baby up to their car and now we see super uh, clark excuse me looking at up at a bird oh so pretty uh let me know when you see the smallville high little sh i building it should be shortly after that cool uh, zoom with the bleachers I was mentioning. Oh, I'm so sorry, Lana. You got a D minus. That's a shame. Oh. I like I like that Clark's uh, pretty smart here. Oh, he's one of our best students. I think that's a cool thing. SH. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Miss Stevenson's inside, putting up decorations. Yes. Oh, I recognize our old buddy uh, doing the voice here. Yeah, you could say he's been spirited away. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a random news reporter. Yeah, maybe that's. I guess. I guess he does become a news reporter. So there you go. And it is Jason, after all, he has many roles. Many, many yeah. roles. <laughs> well, look out, buddy! I like that line about the girls' locker room thing. That's it's a little racy for a cartoon, but you know, fair enough. How many times have you seen me? How many times have you looked under me and my skin and looked at my heartbeat? <laughs> Oof. Oof. That's, yeah, that's the grotesque part of Superman. Whoa. It's like one yeah. of the only times like I see his eyes whitened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happens in Smallville when he develops his power. Yeah, he like suddenly, because he can't control it, he'll like see through people's bodies and it's, yeah, it's pretty disturbing. I think it'd be cool to see. Be like, hey, what is? Uh, I can see if someone's got cancer. What does cancer look like? <laughs> yeah, but like, do you, are you are you sure? 
you want to see that or or what? Oh boy. Yeah, I, I think you'd start to look at people different. They wouldn't be the same anymore once you could look at them like that. Everything's in slow motion for him. I think. Nope. Never mind. Oh, I thought he was going to be nude there. Unless clothes burned off. Mommy. No, for you see his bio. No, I'm not. Gonna, his bioelectric field changed. Not changed, but encompasses his clothes, so his clothes are okay. Oh no, little it's... girl's trapped. That's bad. I think it's interesting that Lana's kind of a part of his. Uh, his discovering his powers. I think that's a good role for her, being the confident. Wow, she ran a fast. Holy smokes! Oh, you're selling that scene weird. Hmm. Well, this isn't like the scene from Fantastic Four where the 2005 one, where like Johnny just somehow happens to protect the people with his fire powers. I always was weird about that. Making pretzels with it. Um, are you on the scene with with Jonathan after Clark melted the metal thing? What? Oh, hey, what's he doing? Oh, he's about to... Oh, hey, he melted a metal thing. Oh, yeah, I'm way past that. That's mm. cool. Oh, I think what happened was that you didn't have an intro, whereas I got a title sequence, I believe. No, I had the intro. Yeah, it's weird. Did you have <laughs> the previously on? Oh, I didn't have a previously ah, on. Ah, no. there we go. That's why. So some of you may have previously on, some of you might. I got the previously on. Yeah, are you watching on the Microsoft Store? I'm watching the episode. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Still not. Clark, it's, Clark. Uh, it's time we told you something. It's, uh, you were adopted. What? Hey, now, that's not bad. You know, some babies are found in baskets. Some are sent by storks. Others come from Walmart. And you came from space. I like how they just have it in this big wooden thing that Jonathan clearly had to build. It's just in their uh, in their garage. What's this giant thing that's always locked? Hmm. It's the barn, dude. Okay, barn, yeah. Yeah, this is kind of cool here, too. There's a difference. Little piece of Krypton tech. Whoa! The super beam. It <laughs> certainly isn't that... Whoa, what am I looking at here? <laughs> it's certainly not a... Uh... Wait, what is this? Whoa, whoa. S... I probe in your mind. I wonder if he has the uh, Fortress of Solitude in this show. I'm assuming he must, but I've never seen like an image of it or anything like that. Talk about symmetry here. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm dumb. I didn't even see if the if if Jor-El or um, crap. What's his mom's name? Um. Oh, uh, not Mon Al. Nope. Karazor Al. No, that's because no, that's his cousin. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lara. Lara. Uh, uh, it's not Marthel. <laughs> that'd be funny. No, oh, that'd be terrible. All right, hang on. Let's see. It looks like it is Lara. Yeah, Lara Zorel, right? Um. Yes, Lara. Lore Van, what? What's going on? <laughs> it was her maiden name. <laughs> House of Van. Showing our Superman uh, noviceness. It is the novice elitist, so, you know, don't judge us. There you go. Uh, no. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, you can completely judge us for our incompetence. 
I like that. He punched it, not realizing his strength, and then once he saw kind of their fear. This is turning me apart. Wait, sorry. Nope, wrong movie. I'm sorry. I just thought that was I thought that was a well done scene there. Yeah, it certainly was. Fly me to the moon. To the moon. Interesting. Man, I hope uh I hope there's not another superhero in the universe that is fast like I am. Hope I'm the fastest man alive. It's interesting that he took that leap like that. It's quite a risk when he doesn't even really know his powers. Yeah, he's discovering himself. He's in a very emotional state right now, and so he needs to uh, let off some steam. I do like the idea that he's doing leaps instead of uh, flying. I think it works for his character. Yeah, I like that he's kind of basking in it, too. That's nice. I'm an angel. Listen Sometimes with these superheroes post their origin... You don't see them enjoying their powers as much like that, you know. Man of Steel kind of had that, like when he first like exits the Fortress of Solitude, like he's there. That's cool. Yeah, I'd like to go back to that at some point soon. I it's been so long, and I feel like maybe now that I've seen where it's all gone, I can appreciate it a little bit more, you know, because now that it's kind of done. <laughs> I forget if seventy nine had this or not. No, uh, mm. there's lots of scenes with him and Lois and kind of through Lois, they kind of celebrate the the abilities. Yes, they don't fetishize the abilities. They more or less show how super they are. Yeah, kind of bask in the wonder a little bit with the two of them. Fantastical. I reaffirm myself. I've discovered myself in five minutes (laughs) or maybe an (laughs) evening. I don't know daily planet we're already here should have said five years later five years later what does that mean that it's like what year is this we don't talk about that so i think we already angel (laughs) sorry it's like no it's fine it looks like we start with him already being this uh his alter ego fascinating also that child's adorable yeah they they skip a lot of the developing that part which is interesting all the way up there huh that guy in the zoot suit (laughs) yeah trumped up story i like the lois has purple eyes i think that's interesting What are my three things? Are hard fact. Wait, no, that was her. Hard facts. Yeah, here we go. Perry White, our old buddy. There's someone we'll see quite a bit. Hopefully, at least. Yep. I don't really know if he shows up in the uh, Superman animated movies, but he's always been a character I enjoy. Uh, I'd say it depends. Well, there. I quite like also- the low- Oh, sorry. <laughs> I completely forgot that uh, we're we're meeting um, uh, we're meeting oh, Sasuke and May's dad. Oh, the the voice actor. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like I told you, like in that, and when I first we first watched that together, I was like, "Holy smokes!" Looks like Superman went out to Japan, some somehow time traveled back to Japan, had a wife, and had two daughters. And they met like, you know, a troll. Fascinating. 
Hey, that was many years ago. <laughs> many, many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. Yeah, I think right around we started the podcast would have been. Hey, there's Jimmy. How you doing there, Jimmy? Old Jimmy. Oh, wait, that's not Jimmy. That's Danny Phantom. Or Martin oh. Fly. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Don't... Didn't they have a Back to the Future animated show? Yes, they did. Oh, man. Wow. And I own it. <laughs> Oh, really? Yes. I remember watching that very vaguely, but I don't remember if it was any good or not. Uh, I actually watched it a lot when I was a teenager just because, you know, I, I, I love Back to the Future. And then I found out that it existed. I'm like, hey, let's uh, let's see this. What's going on? And I it was on YouTube at the time. Oh, cool. Whoa. My uh, my motion just went weird. That's that's weird. Everything happened at like silent film speed. <laughs> As we can see here, it's now two news reporters trying to one up each other. I like that guy's uh, weird bald pattern <laughs> with the one line. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. It's like he's wearing some sort of helmet. <laughs> Not really though. I know what they're trying to do. It's like, geez, dude, just like cut it off. Some some men can't take it though. Even though I'm a little like jealous of that. Maybe not jealous, but like even though I'm a little scared that I'll lose my head. Oh, do you have that in your your, your mom's side? No, of course not. Yeah, me neither, thank goodness. That's why I shouldn't say that. Lots of people there's nothing wrong with, you know, going bald. A lot of people can pull it off really well. Okay, were you supposed to aim for those guys? Oh, I guess you okay, you got those guys, <laughs> but Yes, no. I'm not even trying to say that bald is not great. Bald is amazing. Yeah, here we have OCP's a little demonstration here. Yeah, except this one probably could walk up upstairs. Yeah, this is the Ed 20, uh, 20, uh, what's bigger than nine? I can't think of anything. Uh, 20X, there we go. There you go, thank you. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't matter. Mm. I love that, how the guy just comes out of the back like that. That looks really cool. Hmm. I guess this makes sense. So is this the first step towards getting a Gundam? <laughs> Give him all the money. This guy's a genius. Or Ultraman. Not that one. The other one. <laughs> Uh-oh. I hear something. Oh, never mind. I guess when we get like up close to his uh, eyes, we can actually see. What the heck? We can actually see the, the whites of his eyes. Mm. This music sounds similar to Star Wars in a way, too. Just oh a smidge. A little bit of Shirley Walker uh, referencing, I guess. I guess. Whoa. Boom. Wow, corporate espionage immediately. What is going on here? Some of these ships remind me of the Thunderbirds. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like they probably took a lot of stuff from the Thunderbirds. Hmm. <laughs> Clark, what are you doing on that stage? This doesn't look good. He wasn't in the stage. He was behind the curtain. I thought he was with the audience. Potentially. All right. We're not here for money. We're just here for, well, this thing that is made of, uh, cost a lot money. of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we chose the, we chose to color coordinate so you couldn't tell where it was on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so why did you use missiles first instead of just, oh, I don't know, like, you didn't blaster it, whatever. So I start blaster. Oh no, it's it's the same color as her. You wouldn't be able to tell which part's her, or which part's it. 
Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Hello, Angel. Yeah, the big blue angel. Well, wait a minute. What if that could have that might have could have I don't know. It's the red blue blur. The red blue blur. That was the blue angel. <laughs> wait, I forgot I said that. Oh, sorry, wrong show. Yeah, really. I like how they have these super advanced uh, ships, but then they have this old school looking radar with the whole. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, you can only get so like futuristic or retro futuristic, excuse me. Hmm. Maybe this is like past Krypton. I'm going to go with that. Why not? They had hovercrafts <laughs> in the beginning of that. Now we have hovercrafts here. Why not? He's in kind of a weird pose right now, Superman. <laughs> Uh, he's not dying by our bullets. What the, what the? Looks like it's sort of, it really is like, uh, what is it? Superboy pilot. Uh, you know, guy steals something and uses a aircraft. Dude, are these guys dying here? Um, oh, there we go. Wait for it. Nope. (laughs) Always going to have one of those. Yeah, I guess they are stealing, yeah. I mean, I guess not a spacecraft in this one, or I guess it was a weapon in the other one. I mean, that thing looks like it could go into space. That's true. I really do like they color-coordinated for it. <laughs> this missile will get rid of him. Yeah, our bullets couldn't do it. It's He's controlling him. the missile and also piling the plane. This guy is, wow. Unless he put it on autopilot. Yeah, he Whoa. got his class uh, 15. <laughs> oh no what that spacecraft that's an aircraft spacecraft that looks like an aircraft yeah, I guess so it's probably uh oh again no to be continued interesting they like stop right in the middle of the story hey Stan Berkowitz oh was Stan on there yeah oh, Stan man. was on there nice Stan the man huzzah hooray <laughs> yeah so this one um, I, I enjoyed the uh, you know a little bit of origin stuff we get out of there pretty quick I mean and then it jumps right into like half a story. Yeah, we got halfway between we got, we got half Smallville, and then we got like the rest uh, was 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 Metropolis. Yep. Interesting. Well, are we ready to jump into part three? We are going to jump into part three. If everybody gets their legally or not so legally <laughs> purchased copies and whatnot, uh, get ready to press play and. Um, uh, I don't know if if any of you obviously have uh, what is it your if your copies do have like a recap after the uh, title sequence then I'll I'll say when we we start the proper episode. Oh, okay, sure. So I should should I wait till after your recap to press play? Uh, sure. I'll I'll, I'll tell you like pause and then I'll say start here. So okay, I'll get past the bunny. Yeah, everybody, everybody, please press play right now. Boom. Okay, I paused it. So we have, you know, here comes the opening sequence again. Oh, loads up, and we see things to come. Those, what has been, and what may be. Who knows? Yeah, it's a pretty good assortment for the opening theme. Mixing some. Uh... Some of that first episode, and I guess they're mixing in a lot of stuff here. Hey, they're kind of spoiling it with him punching up that... Hey, they're spoiling a lot of stuff here. Yeah, so much stuff. Punching the robots, saving the plane that we just saw. Hey. I should also mention, I do like the fact that this Jimmy Olsen is uh, finally a ginger instead of what he has been before. 
and he's named Jimmy as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. Though I I did I did very much enjoy Jimmy and Lois and Clark. Yeah, me too. that whole Lois and Clark pie was just great. I really got to watch some more of that. It was show. amazing. It was it was so good. Yeah, actually, that we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a second. But was that Lobo? No, it wouldn't be Lobo. <laughs> that was no, that was Lobo. Oh, what am I? Who am I thinking of? Also, everybody pause. Oops. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I guess let me know. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, saving people from the build from the, the sorry the the burning car, jumping Perry White, Lois. Uh, Clark Kent. Hello, how are you doing? Did you ever see that uh, piggy bank that I have? The Superman piggy bank? I feel like I have. It's been a while. Lex Luthor. Yeah, I've been looking at it this whole time, and I'm just like, oh, I love that piggy bank. Yeah, it starts with Clark going into a phone booth, and then we see him. Yes, I, I, I know exactly the one. Yeah, such a cool piggy bank. All right, so he blows up the... Yep. And everybody start now. There we go. Last Son of Krypton, part three. Oh, written by Alan Burnett and Paul Dini. Yes. The plane is falling right out of the sky. Falling right out of the sky. Oh, wow. Directed by uh, uh, Dan Reba and Bruce Tim. Dan hmm. Reba and Bruce Tim. Whoops. That wasn't going to stop it. Go to the front of the plane. Don't usually feel like you see Bruce Tim getting director credits. Yeah, that's weird. It's like Disney getting director credits. Mm-hmm. When you find out, Disney actually didn't do anything at all with, unless it was like hand up the rear. Oh, yeah. I have no fair. idea. Yeah, probably those early shorts he was working pretty close with. But oh yeah. yeah, of course. Stuff that we know, not so much. He mostly probably was a producer uh, on all the early ones. Mm. He. That's not good. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Everybody run this way. Don't run away towards the other way. <laughs> let's run in the direction it's coming towards. So if we're going, you know, left and it comes left, let's not run right. Or, yeah, let's not just run a straight line like Prometheus. Or let's not just, you know, go um, diagonally instead. Something about the design of this this uh, this plane here, which they claim is a plane, reminds me of the Venom episode of Spider-Man the Animated Series. I guess I wish we saw the inside of this plane and all the occupants. Yeah. Whoa, that was close. Yep. Touchdown. Not like in the OGs. Oh, wow. Incredible still a lot. <laughs> the mine. Oh, boy. There must always be one. A little visual gag. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's where... That's where Brad Bird got uh, Bomb Voyage from. <laughs> oh boy well he sort of played the part I guess part remained it's the red blue and yellow angel our hero another happy landing they should all just bow down to him wait he's gone look at that perfect pose I do always love that another happy landing line maybe uh Perhaps, potentially, this was, uh, you like this, your style, because it reminds you of the, I was going to say George Reeves, my bad, um, what is it, the 40s serials? Oh, oh, of, uh, just the, the format of these three-parter? 
Or the three-parter? I also just mean the art style, excuse me. Oh, yeah, it definitely calls back to, like, an older older era. Yep. What were those called? Not, not George Reeves. Um, Will Eisner? No. No, that's that's the spirit. Sorry. Pardon me. What were those called? I am dumb. I must look this up. Uh, oh. Oh, the old uh, serials? Yes. For Superman? What were those called? Wait. Yeah, I thought it was Reeves who worked on those. Maybe who was in the production show. Fleischer Studios. Fleischer Cartoons. Oh, the cartoons, yes. There we go. Yeah, those Fleischer Cartoons. Have you seen any of those? No, but I'd love to watch one of them. Yeah, they were on Amazon Prime for a while. I think they're maybe on YouTube now, but maybe they're still on Amazon Prime. I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Pretty fun. Jeez, like people probably got sick of seeing Superman Origins by this point because we had the Superboy one first, then we have the Lois and Clark, and then we have this pilot, and then we finally have Smallville. It's like, goodness gracious, like Batman's is overdone, but like you don't need to do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Superman was off TV for a long time after that. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, don't be like that Batman guy over in Gotham City. <laughs> like that reference. Our fly boy. I like the look of their cars. It's it's a knockoff free use Corvette, potentially. Ah, uh, I don't know about Corvette. I'm not sure what. Uh, okay, oh. maybe not Corvette. It's European model. I don't know. Whoa. Holy crap. All of a sudden, it's the... Okay. Actually, you know what it looks like? It looks like a Porsche. Yeah, a little Porsche. Yeah. Is this technically kidnapping? A little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I could have at least asked, hey, would you agree to an interview? <laughs> yeah, I would have, like, pulled over and parked my car somewhere. It would have cost me, like, 10 bucks or something like that, because I'd have to get the deal for the whole day instead. Yeah, who knows if our car's going to be okay after that. I'm sure it's not meant yeah, to be Yeah, I had up. to, like, park oh, yeah. it in, like, the area I'm not, like, pleased at, the fashion area of town. Like, man, they just leave so many, like, clothes and receipts all over there. Like, they, they change out their old clothes and they, like, throw all their, like, them old clothes on my car and I get rid of them. And they left gum in the car. It's And it, it's going to rain. Like, it really stinks. Oh, this massage scene, for whatever reason, reminds me of the old, uh, the 70s movie. Just Lex, like, relaxing with this kind of female servant around. Reminds me of Miss Tessemacher. Yes, Miss Tessemacher. Was that the, was that the lady from before? Like, the the announcer lady. Maybe not. Just another. Announcer lady. Uh, just. Oh, who announced the, like, his little show? Yes. For the, uh, hmm. I think so. I guess the MC. Oh, I didn't realize there was like a big water surrounded room. That's cool. That is pretty cool. That's some luxury. Oh, man. Yeah, he certainly lives the uh, the high life, as they say. Hey, if I was rich enough to have that, I'd live like that, too. Mm. But I'd only I'd only accept rescues. You know, I wouldn't go and kidnap, uh, you know. Now, see what I would do is I'd like get a pod or some sort and get like make a house underwater. No, that be because so then cool. I don't have to trap any fish. I could just see the fish all the time. I would buy a little area and create my own Gungan city. <laughs> oi, oi! 
That's and funny. I get really fat and pretend that I'm boss nass. <laughs> hey, uber fish. <laughs> I've got my hand in everybody's pie. Because who doesn't love pie? Rainbow Dash, that's who doesn't like pie. I don't like having people's hands in my pie. Definitely not. No, that's certainly rude of them. Especially during COVID. Jeez. Oh, it's not even just that. They have their own piece of pie and it's just like, hey, get your hands off my pie there. Maybe that's how they serve it. They just reach in, grab a piece, and then put it on your plate. It's like, oh. I'm not trying to insinuate that I can't share with you, but like, I gotta judge you first if I'm gonna like share with you. You just lost your your, your sharing privileges. Well, yeah, he didn't like the idea of sharing the byline, that's for sure. Oh, that's true. No, he seemed to like it. His flirtation with Lois is a little interesting in this because it doesn't really develop. It just kind of starts to happen. Get out of here. You're out of the Navy. You've been, <laughs> you've been in the Navy since eight years old. Get out of here. It's time you left. Now, this voice definitely sounds familiar. Maybe it's Popeye. <laughs> kind of looks like Popeye, yeah. Popeye who lost the... Uh, Stop eating the spinach. Maybe it's Pluto. Sorry, I need cheeseburgers. Or it's Pluto and... Well, maybe it's Pluto and Popeye's illegitimate son. I don't know. What was the villain's name again in Popeye? Pluto. Oh, Pluto. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What is this voice? Oh, it's... uh, it's uh, What's his name? Uh, Everybody loves Raymond's brother. Oh, yes. yes. There's also the... I was going to say Sky Pirate, but yeah, I guess he was the Sky Pirate in Porco Rosso. Oh, yes. See, when you were talking, I just kept listening to the voice, and I was like, oh, God, that voice is so familiar. Where do I know this from? Did he do? No, wait. Okay, was it him who does? I always forget. Like, he's a great he's a great actor, but I'm, I'm trying to Was it him who does Lobo, or was it the Allstate guy who does Lobo? It's either one of them. They actually have both a similar voice. Okay, let's see. Do I... Do I use the money for a phone call or do I pay? Ah, f- it. I'll just use it as a. I'll use it to get a soda. You're not allowed here. Do you want to join the Navy? I just want to look on the ship. That's not allowed. You got to join the Navy. Oh, here we go. Mr. Malcolm McDowell making a little appearance here. So, is it based off of his design or just a random dude? Yeah, it definitely doesn't look like him in any way, but yeah, okay. maybe it was slightly based off him. It's interesting that it's him because, I mean, it's clearly him, but his voice, something about it just seems a little softer than... Maybe that's just the, the era this was, 96. What was he doing in the night? Was he ever in a Bond film? No, he wasn't, sadly. That's interesting. A couple years before this, he played a villain in a Star Trek movie. Star Trek Generations, but yes, which I've I've heard the Star Trek fandom's opinions of that. Yeah, it's complete crap. But <laughs> but he's not necessarily the problem. He he's he's fine in it. I enjoy him in that. Oh golly! Whoa! Oh, that's not good. Kaznia. Wait a minute. That's is that a real place? No, that's different. <laughs> Polar bears. Goodness I like. We just like. Yeah, it's nice, Jimmy. Like, come on. <laughs> No interest. What are those, Mr. Freeze's polar bears? <laughs> Come on, do you got any pictures of Danny Phantom? Yeah, how old do you think Jimmy's supposed to be here? Like, right out of high school? Like, 18? Most likely. 
Wait a minute, isn't that the Cuba photo? Or isn't that a Cuban flag? Yeah, they can't be involved with that. Jeez. That's not good. Wait, did you just teleport? He went ghost. Oh, hey, there's no awkward scene of, of Perry White coming in being like, Clark, you're in here. Uh, everything okay? <laughs> what are you doing in here? Um, and why does it look like you're about to take off your clothes? Uh, or you're about to leap out the window for some reason. Dude, somebody's favorite color is purple. Making this. just that, Purple's just everywhere. Right there. It's on the tugboat. Yep. Hey, it's Bruce Tim. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember if, uh, no, I can't think about it. Whoa. No, it could have just been for this show. They were like, these are the colors that we want to just blue and red. Uh, what's kind of the di- diminutive version of blue and red purple. Yes. So you insert that everywhere. <laughs> oh, golly. He's looking at me. I don't like this. Whoa. Nice. I like their guns. Oh, <laughs> catching all the bullets. <laughs> Doing his little uh, kung fu moves. Ha ha! <laughs> Whoa! You want these? Ha ha! Okay, that's actually pretty cool. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, McDowell kind of looks like a Bond villain here, like a secondary villain. Was he ever in the? Uh, was he ever in your Who? I must ask. Doctor Who? No, yes. sadly not. He was in Lex, though. Hey, that's cool. Which we still gotta do the pilot for one of these days. Yeah, one yeah. of those days we'll do it. Yeah, it should have been the one right after Rutger Hauer's. Uh, okay, well, that should have taken his face off. These guys are making me think of Iron Man too. Whoa, 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 whoa! Watch where, watch the camera. Yeah, geez, right up the. Uh... Not just that. Watch where that crane swinging, Lois. Or else your head's gonna get taken off. What kind of shot was that? <laughs> oh, we the, uh, the almost upskirt shot. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I was talking about before. Slightly to sink again. Okay, you. I'll pause it. I'm gonna put you. Uh you over here and then i'm gonna go over here got it now i have no civilians to worry about i'm gonna do my thing and just use my super speed to wait i'm not gonna do that at all because somehow this thing is i guess quicker than my super speed i don't know yeah the top of this robot even looks like the robot from the incredibles a little bit just a smidge somewhat like the omnidroid but i i don't think there's a similar design not design (laughs) I i don't think there's any like no, no. Problems with that. Just reminds me of it a smidge. Nope. Aquaman's going to meet him down there. Stay out of my waters. Yeah, and slow. Okay, you do realize you fire that thing and it's going to... Well, I guess you hit him directly. Never mind. Well, <laughs> Okay, so are you just going to go on a rampage or what do you got? Nope. What's your plan after... Oh, okay. What is your... Uh... Well, his plan is just to destroy it. No, no, no. I mean the Malcolm McDowell's character. Oh, I, I think just escape. Goodness gracious me. Is there like... Whoa. Is there just... Gasoline and... No, I guess maybe it's revenge now. Probably. I want to kill Superman. <laughs> oh, in, in the uh, gasoline in the building there? <laughs> yeah, is there just kerosene everywhere? <laughs> well, he just happened to fly right into one. So if he's faster than like a speeding bullet, how is he getting like hit by these bullets? Also, you're certainly going to get, like, you're going to lose your a lot of ammunition from that. Uh, he's not too worried. He's got unlimited ammo in that thing. Oh, of course. It's the cheats. Yeah. I forgot. 
Yeah, I typed it in right before this scene. Do they still even have those kind of cheats anymore? I feel like they got rid of those. It's kind of, it's it's weird. I think some indie games have them. Like the most recent Ratchet and Clank does have them. And Assassin's Creed was doing that for them. But like, and, and even like Lego kind of has the, the red bricks or whatever they're called now. But like cheat codes and the Konami code, I, I don't know about that. Because mm-hmm. now it's almost like it's programmed in the game. Whereas, like, oh, golly, that's not good. Oh, geez, that's like the scene when Calories and Tetsuo. That's yeah, that's <laughs> scary. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Yeah, except it's Superman this time. Well, it's uh, violent. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of the animation here is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that that fire exploding out was really cool. Yeah, that's that was a really good effect. Yeah. All right, did I get him or not? Maybe. Do I have, like any life signatures here oh he threw him up high he could have come down and smashed onto some people yep mm. maybe there's the ed 209 problem of it at least if it not so much the stair problem but like once it's on his back can't get up <laughs> it's like a turtle Unscathed. yeah exactly he does have that weirdly shaped uh kind of midsection oh so now you do it or upper section i should say so now you have the suit. You, you can run faster than like a speeding bullet. I don't got any arms. Ah, I'll fight with you with legs. Don't drop me down here. It might kill some people. Seriously, no legged, uh, no leg fighters are actually pretty hard to handle in. What is it in in jitsu? In, in jitsu, because you can't pull guard. They just they just go to top guard and then like start working on you. Oh, that's not good. I like the water coming down. Yes, because... But Superman got lucky that he, that guy didn't fall on anyone. Some pedestrian just standing down there, filming on their camera. Yeah, or maybe he like looked down there and he was like, okay, yeah, everybody's fine. Yeah, Lois is just a couple feet to the couple feet to the left. She'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> any more sooner and she probably would have... She would have probably gotten squished. Y'all Lex needs to do is like drop this guy's seat into the shark tank and he'll completely be blowfeld. <laughs> yes. Except he doesn't have a cat. Yeah, he's bald, you know. Yeah, where's the cat? Yeah, the scar he's over his scarred. <laughs> He's not played by Telly Savalas. <laughs> I wonder if that's the look they gave him as well. Oh, I, yeah, I could see some. I could see some Kojak in there. Whoa, it can even open. Wow. I'd actually love to. Yeah, I don't know if somebody's done a not a lookalike, but if they've based a Lex Luthor design off of Telly Savalas, but that would be a good idea. Yeah, in the comics, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Dang, if Superman was around the 60s, around with Batman, I could totally see Telly Savalas probably being Lex Luthor. Mm. Yeah, it would have been good, I think. If he kind of reined it in a little bit. I don't know if the same performance is uh, what he gave in the in the <laughs> um, uh, Murder Express. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and who's this guy again? Um, I I know the actor. I just can't remember Mr. his Krabs. name right now. It's Mr. Yeah, Krabs. Or, uh, or the guy from that really cool HBO show. Um, oh, fuck, what was it called? He's now? also in uh, Detroit Become Human, and he was in Cowboys vs. Aliens, and he was in Clancy Starship Brown. Troopers, and he was in Dare- Daredevil, and he was in Season 2, and what else was he in? Uh, 
He's been in everything. He's also in Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, great. Also, yes, must note that this ending somewhat feels similar to Lois and Clark, just with the confrontation between the two. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. A little final moment. Although their Lex didn't feel as, like, villainous, whereas here somewhat felt a little more villainous. <laughs> what is this weird alien? <laughs> yeah, it could be exosuits. Who knows? Let's see. Oh, what was that show? I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of that show. I wonder if this is... Oh, my goodness. Um... Oh, oh, we're having a Tetsuo moment here. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Who's this as long guy? as there's no red, it's fine. <gasps> oh, Brainiac. That's not good. Holy crap. Holy crap. You actually scared me there for a second. I was like, what the? F- what, are you okay? Oh, me. <laughs> it's all for effect, you know. <laughs> it was him all along, I I think. Yeah, I like Shirley Walker's music throughout for this show. It's got a really triumphant uh, kind of sound to it. I forget if she did Justice League or not. Oh, yeah, I can't remember either. Hmm. Whoever did the Justice League intro was amazing. Yes. Yeah, really great. Both that and Unlimited. Carnival, that's it. How could I forget? <laughs> Finally remembered. That's it. There we go. Oops, another That's episode just started. Oh, hey. Yeah. Not yet. It's a fun little first little, first little entry to the Superman series. Maybe a little rough uh, rough commentary. I don't know, but <laughs> but I was enjoying watching it. That's for sure. Uh, what do you think of those those three? Uh, well, have we? Okay, yeah, yeah. I just um, I think they told they did a good they did a good job, similar to Lois and Clark. Um, and what I mean by that is they uh, dedicated three parts, so like three 20, 22 minute episodes telling the origins of Superman, but also laying the groundwork for the entire series. Um, and it did it end similarly where to, I guess, yeah, I guess it ended similarly to Lois and Clark where it didn't end. end, if that makes sense. Like there was no, there was no dangling plot threads. It was just like Superman stopped the menace and then uh, confronted Lex, and that was it. We, there was no uh, Brainiac thing. Never mind. Oh yeah, yeah. Brainiac is like the uh, stands up from his wheelchair and takes off his glasses. Scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sad. So I guess yeah, there there is that. But I guess I guess that that's. That's often, I don't know, same, maybe it's similar to the end of Supergirl. I don't know. And I appreciate the setup. I mean, we kind of start with Brainiac being like a subtle villain in the first episode, first part of the episode. This is true. Or the serial. Then we see him returning in the end, a little piece of home coming back. I think that works. That's true. I guess it, it, it does all count. Um, it's, it's all self-contained in a way. That's true. It's not like all of a sudden and dark side shows up. Yeah, or like, or like the uh, reverse flash where it's like a mystery, like, ooh, what's this mean? Yeah. We all kind of get, oh no, Brainiac's free. No, yeah, Brainiac 
survived the Krypton explosion. Now he's coming back. So it's like, no, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It, all the players were in there and there was nobody afterwards. Could this have just been like a full on like hour and a bit pilot instead of, you know, splitting the three parts? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they did do that with this. Like, I remember seeing the DVDs for like the old, uh, like clip case last son of Krypton DVDs for Superman. Oh yes. Yes. When they used to charge nickel and dime for just, you know, a series of episodes Yeah. instead of a whole listen, they, that was, that was back in the day. <laughs> Deny them that now. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how that would play clipping out the, uh, the theme breaks in between and if it would feel super episodic and weird as a movie, but, but as three, as a three parter, little serial i think it worked well it was a kind of complete story i think it's showing kind of the different eras of bringing a superman although i do wish that that second episode would have spent a little bit more time kind of developing his persona as the reporter and the relationship with lois agreed i feel like that might have helped it a little bit more but i also agree but there's plenty of pilots to uh choose from with that and with that on that note sir i think that's it for these pilots at least for soups yeah what uh how would you rank these if you don't mind me saying your personal picks for or good and what uh was in the last place oh lois and clark takes the cake for me i think that's probably the best um bar none um second place i don't really know maybe this one and then uh it's kind of a toss-up for me between superboy and Smallville, both of them had their positives, both of them had their negatives. Um, so I, I, I find it kind of hard to judge between the two of them, <laughs> but that's fair. You put them both in last place, just as indecided. Yeah, they're both they both feel pretty pretty rough, but with a lot of moments that I or elements that I do like. But there's an element of Superboy that just feels a little bit too cheesy and silly, like it feels a little bit in keeping with Supergirl, which is not necessarily a good thing. And Smallville feels like they've got the right idea, but they haven't quite got it together yet to really be good. So it's, but then they both have fun bits. Like I also just enjoy the silliness of Superboy. And I think a lot of the casting works, especially for uh, a certain, certain character there. But (laughs) so maybe I'm biased in that regard. Maybe I'll give Superboy the edge just for the Lana actress. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, folks in between, does that mean that Caleb actually chooses Smallville in last place? Uh, I could be. I, I still enjoy that pilot, but it's it's definitely a little rough. But but I, I enjoyed what, going through all these. I mean, I always enjoy watching Superman stuff, and yeah, it was super fun going through all these little pilots. But now let's turn the question back on you. Well, how about you? First place, uh, what's your rankings? Oh, it has to go to Smallville for first no i'm just kidding it has to go to superman or lois and clark (laughs) yeah i mean it was clearly the best one i think for this group i don't know best one but just it certainly knew what it was doing and it was probably written and rewritten a few times and yeah they, they they knew what they were doing for that and i'd say the same thing with this uh this here pilot i'll just treat it as like you know all three episodes as a pilot here uh this pilot knew what it was doing and it it certainly did more stuff than uh, Lois and Clark did instead of having to show us uh, because it's animation. They, they, they had the chance to show us Krypton uh, and its last moments, at mm. least maybe not 
its last moments with Jor El um, and Lara uh, El's um, yeah Lara El's um, last moments, and then yeah we we briefly got Smallville and then we briefly had the reporter stuff, and after that yeah we just had Superman stuff. Yep. So I would say. I actually am kind of, this is funny. I'd actually put, I, I'd say that my second is a tie between this, this, uh, this pilot and Superboy. Cause I just had a lot of fun with, with Superboy. <laughs> I mean, it's the equivalent of the animation. I don't know. Just, it was cheesy. Uh, this was taken a lot more seriously, but I don't know. There's the, they both just completely did a, did a fine job. Maybe maybe this one edges out slightly more than Superboy, but I'd, I'd certainly put them like close together as second. Yeah, not to take away again, again anything from Superboy. I super duper enjoyed watching that. It was just I could definitely see people coming to it and being like, one, it's not really a real pilot necessarily, and it looks cheap and it's clearly so dated and clearly like a relic of the '80s. So I could see that's that's why I give it a little bit of a knock just for you know it's it's it feels the most dated by far of the out of the group i think yeah what is this this is the batman 66 of the 80s or superman uh but not intentionally played for well maybe some of it was intentionally played for comedy i don't know <laughs> uh you know we've only seen the pilot i've not seen that's anything true. else so i can't i can't state anything that's true uh and then yes last place i will um not any like I'll, I won't say there's a there's a big gap or anything like that. But yes, last place is Smallville and also Supergirl. Oh, I didn't even think about Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, if if we're if we're including them all, Supergirl takes last place for me. Definitely. I see. I uh, I I put both together for that. Um, let's see. I I didn't hate either of them. They both were there for what it was, and I. I don't know if I, I forget if I mentioned this in the Supergirl pilot or not, but certainly was that one trying to showcase Kara living in the shadows of her cousin. Uh, I think it did an okay job of that. Maybe they could have rewrote it once more and then probably would have had it be a little bit better. I don't know. Um, but with small of a pilot, yeah, it's certainly a ultimate version of, of Clark or of, of Superman where, you know, Kansas has a meteor shower uh, instead of just, you know, one, one part of Krypton coming. It's, it's most of, maybe not most of Krypton, but some of Krypton coming around. Yeah. And I think, I think that works is just like the exploding planet prop- propels him forward. No, I think that, I think that makes some sense. But... Probably does, but I almost, maybe this is che- cheating for me and this is low of me to say, but I kind of would like to see that as a comic more than I would like to see it as a TV series. That's fair. And the biggest weakness for the Smallville pilot and the Supergirl pilot is both just completely empty, nothing villains that it's just like wasting screen time on them because nobody cares. <laughs> both this and Lois and Clark very wisely kind of put the emphasis on Superman. And the villain stuff was very, very, you know, not in the, the foreground at all. Yeah, that's that's true. It feels like th- those pilots knew what they were doing and, and Superman and Supergirl's pilots may have needed another rewrite or maybe i'm wrong i'm not a i'm not a writer here right certainly can't you know state and go around 
state that I'm in charge of everything or I know better. I, I don't. But I'll say personally, I I, I I feel like those ones could have done a lot better had they been rewritten. I will actually say, thinking about it a little bit more as a pilot, you know, watching the Lois and Clark kind of TV movie didn't really give me a sense of what the f- like formula of the show was going to be. Same with Superboy. I don't really know what the formula that for that show is going to be, but the Smallville pilot lays out what the formula is going to be pretty well. And I'm assuming the Supergirl pilots can be a similar thing too in terms of formula with just random villains coming in and causing like a big shakeup to do with either, I guess they have their secret organizations. So that kind of setting that up too. So in that way, maybe they're better pilots just in terms of giving a clear example of what the show is going to be in the future. Yes. You can almost say villain of the week, villain of the week or antagonist of the week. You know, Buffy wasn't around to kind of introduce that to us yet. Well, it definitely predated Smallville, but... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Smallville took a lot from that show. Who knows? Hugely. Yep. Big inspiration. It would have been interesting if there was... I can only see that crossover comic where it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Smallville. Yeah. uh, Yeah, those early years would definitely be pretty pretty in vain with it. So yeah, that could have worked, but... Yeah, could have worked. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess from now here we'll have a couple more of these Superman episodes. I think maybe like three more before we jump into the the movies. So again, Jason sent me a big list. I'll kind of read through there and see what some standouts are. Or if you know any standouts, we can definitely throw those on there. Well, like I said, there is the Dark Side episode. Yeah, we could do that. I'd be down. Yes, will we? Um... Will we do this whole series on this channel, or will we do it on the other channel one day? I'd probably see the latter. Uh, if we did the whole thing, I don't know if that would... Uh... Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there'd be much value in doing the whole series, but but who knows? I mean, maybe one day we'll you know dedicate a lot more time to these Bruce Tim shows and yeah, go through them one by one. Give it their... Fr- we'll just do like the, the Bruce Tim retrospective... Yeah, that'd be a huge undertaking. That's the, like, that's, yeah, this is like the second entry. Yeah, this is the second entry in the, the, the DCAU. I just realized that. So we've already done, yeah, we've already done, we haven't actually done any Batman stuff, have we? No, we haven't done any Batman nope. the Animated Series stuff. Not. We've only done Justice League in this. Wow, that's, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And of course, uh, well, I guess it doesn't count. I was going to say uh, Super Friends. No, those two d- does not count. Which one? Sorry. That was Super Friends, but that does not count. That is uh, well before <laughs> time of the DC. That was its own thing, sir. Yes. That is, that was its own little little extended universe with all the different shows they had for that. Yeah, it had. Yeah, it had like, what, five different shows? Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. insane. Oh, but yeah, hopefully you all will tune in to follow along with us. We, we can't wait to get to the movies and some of the comics. The comics I'm super, super excited for. So I just realized this Pilotsville is basically just Galaxy Express 1999. Well, 1999, 999. Uh, we're just going, or it's the, <laughs> you know what it is? It's 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 the um, tunnel sequence from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I don't know if I see the comparison. Oh uh, no, it's just like we we go to just random stuff every now and then. We're the we're we're both the boatmen's. We're the uh we're the pilots <laughs> of this, and yeah, we take the audience down to very different places. 
Very different. Yeah. And hopefully in, in the future, we'll kind of just get back to just covering some random ass pilots like we did with, uh, um, what was that one? The Amazing Screw on Head. Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Other superhero stuff. Yeah. There's, there's this one 90s show that I really want to do the pilot for called Mantis. Um, Manimal. I definitely want to do the pilot for a couple wow. of random little like artifacts from the 80s and 90s. I've got tucked in my belt waiting to, to burst out, but <laughs> but we'll get to those. We'll get to those one day. But for now, thanks again for listening. Thanks again, Isaac, for uh, watching this with me here. Uh, any any last words from you? It was a pleasure, sir. You uh, folks, you saw both Krypton, Smallville, and Metropolis. Which one did you like? Did you enjoy any of it? It's certainly uh, different flavors each time around. Hmm. Uh, if you and your family wish to live on Krypton, <laughs> I do wonder: do you buy some of the real estate in the air, or do you go on the space station up in the sky and go towards the yellow sun that is not encompassing the? Because we don't, I we didn't exactly know how the planet blew up. I mean, hey, it's less than it's less crystalline than the Krypton from the Donner movies was right. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe potentially one day somebody will write a story where Krypton does not blow up, but instead a gentle, gentle cold freezes all of it over. And, uh, it silently goes to sleep forever. adrift with snow till next time. That's what our world's going to look like after this week. <laughs> yeah, minus 14. <laughs> yeah, damn.